Hello, my name is Chris again, and welcome to the World Eating Podcast. Today, I am your host and country expert, and we are going to be talking about Lebanon and the issues they're facing. So, Carissa, tell us a little bit about Lebanon. Uh, Lebanon is located in the continent of Asia between Israel and Syria. It is known as the world's oldest countries. It's been around for 5,000 years. The climate in Lebanon is mostly dry and hot. The language that all citizens speak in Lebanon is mostly Arab, but there is a wide range of English and French speakers. The cuisine is mostly Mediterranean. The most popular dishes are tabouleh, fatouche, and also a familiar dish known as hummus. The education in Lebanon is ruled under the Ministry of Education and Higher Education. As the students are young, they are mostly taught French with Arabic or English. The age starts from 6 and stops at 14. The education is gender equal. Today with us is Tommy, our conflict expert, Hannah, our environmental expert, and Enzo, our poverty expert. So Enzo, why is Lebanon in such a bad poverty crisis? Well, due to the rapid urbanization, many ghettos of poverty have formed in cities like Beirut. Also, the civil war from 1975 to 1990 costed Lebanon almost 25 billion U.S. dollars in destroyed properties. Yeah, and also, Lebanon might be on the brink of another civil war only 30 years later, which would only make matters worse for poverty. Yes, so according to Social Watch, its public debt-to-gross domestic product was the third highest in the world. Unemployment stood at 25%, and nearly a third of the population was was living below the poverty line. The damage in infrastructure, factories, and other productive facilities is estimated around 2.5 billion U.S. dollars. The Minister of Agriculture said that the losses inflicted to the agriculture sector were estimated around 500 million U.S. dollars. This means that even though the war happened years ago, they are still feeling those effects due to high levels of unemployment and their high debt-to-gross domestic product. Because factories produce so much harmful chemicals and waste, much of the water supply in Lebanon is polluted, as well as the sea next to it, and it's also destroyed a lot of the potential farmland as well. How is the education system connected to poverty in Lebanon? So, schools in Lebanon are highly privatized, with only a third of school-grade children actually attending decent schools. The rest of students are attending schools where the teachers are underqualified, They are in unstable learning environments, and they have out-of-date equipment. Comparing the passing and repetition rates reveals that the quality of private education is better than that offered at public schools. For instance, the success rate of students in intermediate exams took stood at 64.4% for public schooling and 83.1% for students at private schools. As for second exams, the gap averaged 8.7% points in favor of students in private establishments for the sections of humanities, life science, and general sciences. This means that on top of being an impoverished country, it's much more difficult to get a decent education with new tools and new resources. Tommy, earlier you brought up conflict in Lebanon. What can you tell us about that? What type of conflicts are going on? Um, the conflict in Lebanon is that only 30 years after the civil war, one well, another one might just occur again. Um, the Israel National News states that as we speak, the Lebanese people are rising up against the Hezbollah, undeterred that they are uh, that they are under a terrorist organization. 
They feel like uh, they feel that enough is enough and are ready for a change. Furthermore, they are willing to fight in order to see that change happen. Now we know that the Lebanese people want a change, and they will stop at nothing to get it done. This also means that even if the, Le- the Hezbollah say they aren't doing anything wrong, and even if they truly aren't, the people won't believe it. They want the Hezbollah gone. The, the longer things go on like this in Lebanon, the more likely a war is to break out. So what is the Hezbollah, and are they really terrorists? As many in their own country consider them to be terrorists, they aren't terrorists until proven to be. Hezbollah's use of civil, civilian residential neighborhoods to store and manufacture arms could trigger U.S. sanctions against the terrorist group for using human shields. Exper- experts said um, following Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's uh, Tuesday night speech to the U.N. General Assembly, where he revealed a weapon site, a weapon site in Beirut, said that Jerusalem Post. Now, even though there is no proof of any facts uh, of, ter- of terrorism performed by this group, their actions can look suspicious to other countries. The Hezbollah are controversial around the world with what they do in Lebanon, but nonetheless, they can't be taken down without straight proof. Hannah, you mentioned pollution in Lebanon. Tell us a bit about that. How is the environment in Lebanon being affected? So, the environment in and around Lebanon is severely polluted and extremely damaged because of this. According to the Numbeo database, Lebanon's overall pollution index is 89.91% which makes it the fourth most polluted country in the world. The largest problems being air pollution, water pollution, unable to access clean water, and an inability to properly dispose of trash and waste. The air pollution is being caused by emissions from cars, planes, buses, and factories. And the amount of sulfur in the fuel in Lebanon is very high, which leads to higher sulfur dioxide and carbon dioxide in the air. Lebanon's waste management systems are a huge problem as well, because the people of Lebanon produce about 6,500 tons of solid waste every day. Only half of that's organic, and they don't properly dispose of it. About half of this waste is dumped in landfills, and some of which overflow into the ocean. 35% is buried in the Borj Hamad, near two important rivers, and only about 15% of it is recycled. Lebanon is on the coast of the Mediterranean Sea, and it has about 140 miles of coastline, leading them to have a large number of people who rely on fishing for a source of food or income. Because the trash that's constantly being dumped in the ocean and the waste and chemicals from factories spilling into the ocean from, and spilling into the ocean and oil from nearby plants, as well as sewage being dumped into the water, many fish have either died or moved elsewhere to avoid the pollution. Because of the shortage of fish, many fishermen have stated that they are just fishing plastic at this point, and less than half of the population has access to clean drinking water, and only a fifth of the population has access to safely managed sanitation practices. Are there some long-term effects um, from pollution? Yeah, so some long-term effects of pollution are permanent damage to the Mediterranean, citizens' health, and increasing damage to the land in and around Lebanon. According to studies done by the French Institute for Sea Research, the Mediterranean is the most polluted European sea and has over 200,000 tons of plastic dumped into it each year. The citizens' health is at risk as well, because long-term effects of air pollution are things like heart disease, lung cancer, and a variety of other things that are harmful in the long run. Over 4.5 million people die each year due to the effects of air pollution, according to Science Daily. And long-term effects of land pollution are things like groundwater contamination, um, less topsoil, which makes farming more difficult, and a higher risk of wildfires. Because the Mediterranean is so polluted, it's having a profound effect on the citizens now, 
And as we said earlier, will have an impact on not just the people of Lebanon, but the 21 other countries on the Mediterranean. The fish in the Mediterranean are dying because of this, and therefore migrating to somewhere less polluted. Air pollution, water pollution, and land pollution all have a severe impact on the health of citizens, both now and in the long run. People are concerned about this, but the Lebanese government isn't actually doing anything to stop it. Polluting the land also has effects like wildfires, which is obvious because in 2019, there's a devastating series around, of around 100 forest fires that injured around 100 people and killed one, leaving over 3,700 acres burned. Well, that's all, folks. Thank you for listening to this informational presentation, and thank you, Hannah, Enzo, and Tommy, for sharing some of these interesting facts about Lebanon.